Let's learn the concept from the result together. We know that the mitzvah of Rosh Hashanah is the bread of the Shefer. What does the Shefer accomplish in Shemai? So the result tells us that the word Shefer, the letters Shin, Vav, Pei, and Resh, really are the gematria of Hashem's name Elohim in three different ways. There's the gematria of Elohim, Aleph, Lamud, and then a He, and then a Yud, and then a Mem, 135, 10, and 40, which comes to 86. That's the Vav, Pei. Pei, Vav, the middle two is the Shefa, 86. Then there's the way, the way a person can write Hashem's name in incremental stages. So first one writes Aleph, then Aleph Lamed, then Aleph Lamed Hay, then Aleph Lamed Hay and Yud, and lastly Aleph and Lamed and Hay, and then Yud and then Mem. And if a person would write it in that kind of a notation, so then the gematria would be 200 exactly, which is the Resh. It's also a gematria of 200. And lastly, there's another way which Hashem's name can be written. And that is instead of writing just with the letters, Aleph, Lamed, and then Hey, and then Yud, and then Mem, each of these letters can be written out. So instead of just having the symbol of a letter, we'd write what the letter is. So for Aleph, we'd write Aleph, Lamed, Pei, which I would write Aleph. For the Lamed, we'd write Lamed, Mem, Dalet. For the Hey, we'd write Hey, Yud. For the Yud, we'd write Yud, Vav, Dalet. And for the Mem, we'd write Mem, Mem. What's called the Milu. If we complete each of the letters of Shem Hashem, then the gematria would be, you can work it out, exactly 300, which is the gematria of Hashem. And therefore, the word Shafer corresponds to three times Lam Elohim. The simple writing of Elohim is the Paivov, 86. The way Elohim is written in incremental notation is 200, which is the Resh. And if one would fill out all the letters, we call the milu. We complete all the letters into the words of the letters of the hymn. We come at 300, which is the shin. What's that meant to me? Well, how does the shaper correspond to the hymn, and why do we need three of them, three different types? And how does that affect our Rosh Hashanah? So let's explain a very important principle. And that is, what does the name Elohim mean? When Hashem uses the name Elohim, we always talk about the Mirus Adin. But in what way is it a Mirus Adin? Because the Din determines quantity, determines amount. As opposed to Chesed, which is just limitless, just an over, overabundance of giving without any definite defined amount. If there's going to be a decision how much to give, and it's going to be quantified, and it's going to be limited, that limitation is already a certain din. And that's the Medavelakim. The Medavelakim is to provide limits. Now there's an important point to understand here. This isn't the middle of Mishpat. It's not the middle of punishment. It's the middle of 
limiting, of determining how much a person is meant to get. And that determination could be they're meant to get a lot. It could be they're meant to get a little bit. It's just a question of working with within a certain parameters as opposed to without any without any kind of parameter. And that's why Hashem's name, which he used when he created the world, was the name Elohim. Because everything Hashem created was created with a limit. How much it's going to be, how much koyach it's going to have, what proportions it's going to be. The middle, which is what we call the cover middle, which just decides the size or the power or the amounts of everything, is this middle. Let's give an example. We said it's not always a punishment. The Gemara says that the amount of money a person is going to earn is determined from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. So it's limited. We don't know how much it's limited to. It could be a tremendous amount. But it's ktivis. It's limited. Which means, Akadosh Baruch Hu used this method of deciding how much. Not just giving without an amount. It doesn't have to be a punishment. It could be a reward. It could be he's allocated a very generous amount of money. But the point is that it's something which works within within parameters. That's an Amalekim. Now we have to explain what the relationship of the Shafer is to the Amalekim. There's another halach in the Shafer also. The Rizal says, and this we do, that before one blows the Shafer, when to say the Pasuk, when I made Sar Karasika, on Noni Bamirchavya, when I made Sar, from a place of confinement, I call out to Hashem, He answers me expansively. And it's not just, we do say this Pasuk based on the Rizal, but it's not just in the Kabbalah. We know that the horn of a ram, which we use for a shofar, isn't a straight cylindrical horn. The one side attached to the animal's head is much wider, and it tapers to a very narrow tip. And if one wants to blow the shofar, the luck is he has to blow from the narrow end of the shofar. If a person would somehow manage to get his round mouth around the wide end of the shofar and blow the shofar the other way around, he wouldn't be yotzei. And where do we learn that from? The Gemara is from the Pasuk that a person has to blow the shofar from the narrow end because we now made Sarkarasika. I call out to Hashem from a place of confinement. The same Pasuk, what does it mean? So we said before the name Elohim signifies limitation. As opposed to what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives without limits. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives uh, with just an open hand. Here we're defining a certain limit of how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives. And in the context, let's learn a Gemara together. The Gemara says there were three gifts Hashem gave the Jewish people. Three Good gifts, so to speak. Big gifts, Hashem gave the Jewish people. And what are they? Eretz Yisrael, Torah, and Elam Abba. 
And the Gemara says in Brachos, Abshema Yechai tells us that these three gifts that Kodesh Baruch gave the Jewish people, he gave them all with Yisurim. Which means, when it comes to Eretz Yisrael, or it comes to Torah, or it comes to Eretz Abba, it's not just Hashem dishes that, the Diyas HaTorah, or Tzchus of Eretz Abba. What does that depend on? It doesn't have to be a serum in its form of affliction. But it's something which is decided how much a person gets. And if that's the case, HaKadosh Baruch Hu uses this mid of Elohim to determine if a person is going to be Zecha to Yisrael, to Torah, or to Olam Abba. But here there are three different ways. Hashem decides. When it comes to Eretz Yisrael, it's, it's a physical place. It's a decision here. This, is a person going to be zeichel to live in Eretz Yisrael? That's a physical question. That's the Lekim, which is the schematria of the, just the letters of Hashem's name. It's all revealed as something which is, we can see. And same thing, the fact that a person is zeichel to Eretz Yisrael either is or isn't. It's something which is determined on the physical sense. And yes, sometimes a person is limited. He's restricted from coming to Israel. That's the first Matana The second Matana is Torah. And this is also a Matana And he also has a decision how much a person is going to be able to learn, how much is going to be able to understand, how much is going to be able to remember, what depths of Torah will be revealed to him. If he'll be fortunate enough to be able to learn from Nechus Nevesh or he'll be beset with all kinds of tears which will affect his learning. This is all determined as well. Except, here it's something which goes stage by stage. And therefore, as a person progresses, so more and more will be allocated to him. And therefore, there's a concept of Elohim too when it comes to Torah. But, it's on each stage. And if a person deserves it, so then a new stage will be open to him. That's Elohim which grows up level by level. It starts with just an Aleph, and then an Aleph Lam, and then an Aleph Lam, and hey, and so on. That refers to the race of the Shefa. The so to speak, like we said, the, the, the Shem Elohim, which increases step by step. And now I see Olam Olam is something which is two sides to it. There's the revealed, which is what we can do. The mitzvahs we do, the Torah we learn, which makes us worthy of Olam But there's also the hidden. And that is what our Kodesh Baruch Hu does to assist us in deserving Olam Assist us in two ways. Assist us in giving us the opportunities to do mitzvahs. It's something we daven for. We're asking for the opportunity to do mitzvahs. Because if we give those opportunities, then we can capitalize on them. We can utilize them to get Olam But what we did is the action. The behind the scenes, so to speak. Organization that lands up with our opportunity, as it gives us that opportunity. 
with all the factors we need to fulfill it. And that's HaKadosh Baruch is setting it up for us. And therefore this refers to the Rakim, which the revealed part is just the one letter. But behind it is the rest of the letters of each word. And that's connected to that And now the aside is that these are three things you have to daven for in Rosh Hashanah too. Normally one thinks about davening for physical things in Rosh Hashanah. For life, for health, for children, for Nasa. And on that is actually a din. The person deserves or deserves to be punished. But we have to use Shoshana to daven for Ruchnius too. Maybe it's even more important. To daven for opportunities to learn Torah. Understanding in Torah. We can retain the Torah we learned. Opportunities to do mitzvahs. We should do them properly. Here is not a question of reward or punishments. Here is the question of amounts. How much Torah are we going to be zeichet to? How many opportunities will Hashem send our way? And here we get to the Yisrael of the Shaifa. The concept of the Shaifa is, is the thin end, the narrow end, which a person puts in their mouth, and then the, the, the larger side, as it expands outwards. Now we have to understand from HaKadosh Baruch's point of view, He has no limits. He has as much as there is. What makes Hashem limit what He sends down to us is based on how much we are able to receive. And therefore, in keeping with how much we as people are able to receive, that's how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu reduces what He sends down to us. And therefore, coming from a place which is infinitely wide, the amount of Hashem's ability to give, it's narrowed to how much the person is able to take. And when we take the shofar to our lips and we blow from the shofar, the narrow end of the shofar, that's mina meitzah. We blow from the point of confinement, from the point of where we've been limited, where the amount that's been given to us is narrowed. So mina meitzah karasika, from that point of the meitzah, I call out to Yasha. Because I know Niva Merchavya. HaKadosh Baruch Hu can answer me with the extent of how much he can give, which is limitless. And therefore the ability of the shofar, as a kayak of tefillah, the kayak of the tefillah is definitely from a place we'll be asking to increase those matar, to increase those limitations. And therefore the kayak of the shofar is from the point of being the Mitzrayim to the point where it expands. And Dafka when it comes to Ruchnius. Dafka when it comes to requesting more Torah, more of us Chostar Menorah to Israel, more opportunities to earn Olam Abba. So yes, our Tvila is that these Mitzrayim should be whitened. Like the Pasuk says about that. If you open your your mouth wider, Hashem will fill it. That's the same kayak of tefillah. To expand, to increase. 
the limitations that there are. And the Shemir Akim, the Shemir Akim which determines how much a person is going to get, specifically in these three areas, determines physical things too. Like we saw, Hashem is creative kitzvah l'chol chai. How much life a person is going to get is also limited. How much money we said before Hashem limits. It applies to physical things too. But it applies to ruchniest things. That's Hashem Elakim. And the shayfa is a kayach, so to speak, to address, to reach these three shaymas of Elakim. And the Shavu carries this at Tefillah. Rakadosh Baruch Hu should be a meitzar karasi. We dive from a place of mitzarim, of limitations, but anani b'merchavi. Hashem will respond by increasing those limits, by giving us more opportunities for ruchnius. And then yes, Rosh Hashanah is a din of a day of din. Decisions are made, limitations are put in place. But they could be very generous. They could be much more. Hashem is determined to give us a much larger amount. That's the kayak of the shaykh. That's the tefillah behind the shaykh. To reach up to HaKadosh Baruch And then he'll respond to Berchavya by increasing the by the amount he's given us. By using the middle of the din of Elakim, so to speak, to define the brach we get in a much bigger way.